Hello everyone, this is Will. Ah, uh, this is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Mostly? Boy. <laughs> Finally. Finally it happened. What do you call this, a, a palate cleanser? It is a palate cleanser. Uh, it really is. Man, what a breath of fresh air. You've said this about previous movies, but I will restate this. That this is the kind of shit that like, we started the podcast for. These are the kind of movies that I live for. That like the reason we started watching shitty movies, yeah, so we could find shit like this. Movies that people don't know about, don't talk about, but they exist. I feel like people should talk about this one though. I mean, it fucking honestly, rips. it's it's pretty fucking cool. This I, is, I'm not gonna lie. This is so stupid, but at the same time, it it's they, so cool. Well, they had an idea, right? And you know. They just ran with it. And yes, it is yeah. dumb. Who cares? But my God, they just go balls deep in it, and I love it. Here's the thing. You don't need a complicated story. You don't need anything complicated. This story is far from complicated. It'll take us a, not very long to explain it at all. Tell us the title of the film. <clears throat> so, at first, there was Mr. Deathman. Now... A new fighter has entered the the ring. A new man. A new man. You know what his name go is? Mr. No Legs. Now, you see the title and you see the poster. And, you know, there's a thought that goes through your head. Oh, it's just going to be like... like th- There might be a guy in a wheelchair, but it won't be like anything insane, right? That's your thought. That's it'll your, be like It'll be like an actor playing... So my first thought when I saw the poster, which is a dude (laughs) on a wheelchair with guns strapped to it, like two shotguns strapped to either side. Like built into it. I was like, this is going to be really lame. Like it's going to be like, you know, it'll be like some hokey like actor. Or or that like thing on the poster doesn't even appear in the movie. Right. Or like it just kind of like shows up once and then like never is shown but he never uses it yeah right they just show that he like he he threatens people with the guns but they never like do anything i was very wrong you were very wrong indeed now i don't know if anyone else knows this it's it's kind of well some people do know about the series but they're it kind of reminded me just the wheelchair part it kind of reminded me like you've seen the lone wolf and cub or shogun assassin movies right yep okay so, Which, if you haven't seen those, for anyone who do yourself know, a favor and at least watch Shogun Assassin, because it's like a fucking greatest hits. Yeah, so like there's like seven, six, 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 or, six or seven six movies. Six or seven Lone Wolf and Cub movies, but if you watch Shogun Assassin, it's a condensed version. So there's Shogun Assassin 1 and Shogun Assassin 2. So Shogun Assassin 1 is the first three movies, and Shogun Assassin 2 is the, the, sec- the latter. The last one? The, uh, the last movies. And... Uh, Anyway, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, in the movie, there's this guy. He's a samurai. He choose, He has his son choose either, like, samurai side. Like, does he want to die and live with his wife who just recently died? Or does he want to choose the way of the samurai and, like, travel, go, with, him. travel with his dad? So the baby crawls over to the samurai sword and it, like, starts this whole thing, right? So the samurai, or the ronin, I guess, if, as you want to call him... <laughs> He has a baby carriage that he rolls his son around in, right? It's but lethal. It, but it's like it's like a utility like 
stroller. So he'll like roll it and like knives will come it's out. It's like a fucking side. Swiss army. There's like things that will baby shoot, carriage. Like, like throwing stars that will shoot out of it. There's like it's multi use. Yeah. And he like he puts it to good use in the movies. Even in Shogun Assassin you get to see it quite a bit in action. Oh yes. So I was hoping for something like that and I I didn't I was not disappointed. Yeah, because it's not just guns in this thing. Nope. Not not just guns strapped to this thing, but we'll get there. Um, yeah, and, like, I didn't know what to expect, really. Well, how, what do you... Well, how, yeah. I didn't know, like... I didn't know. Like, what was, can't it gonna you be the good, was it going to be the good guy, or was it going to be, like, a revenge story? What, what was going on, What's right? the deal, yeah. And, uh... Yeah, so I think we should get into it so we can explain what the hell it is about, because mm-hmm. you see the poster... And you're just like, I don't know what the hell this movie is supposed to be about. But trust me, that poster but, does not. Oh, it's it does not disappoint. Um, so, um, we it starts with like this. Sorry, I didn't have. It's my like no- a factory. I didn't have my notes at that time, so like I, I was just like, no, you're good. So, uh, yeah, I totally forgot what the hell how it begins. Give me those TPS reports by the end of the day, well. Okay. Um, <laughs> but there is a. <laughs> I'll send you the memo again. <laughs> it starts with like a bunch of grandpas in a factory just rolling. That's right. So they're cigars. Rolling, they're rolling cigars with but, drugs in them. Yeah, we which, learn that they're like putting like I guess cocaine in capsules. These, these little capsules and then rolling them into cigars and then shipping the cigars other somewhere. They're just it's just like a drug ring, right? Basic. So that's all you need. That's all you need. But Bad at the guys. same time, so we get like a shipyard and also I just want to mention like this the, the well, drug so we, scenes we should mention the fact that when they're rolling like the two like two of like the bosses come in and he pull he like goes through the tobacco oh, yeah. leaves and he pulls out like a bag of cocaine and and takes a and he a dab. takes it on his finger and he spits it out like but he's, he's like, like this is good shit and I was like that's good stuff yeah and at the same time well not the same time because it's like this is at a night, and then there's a daytime scene where it's this guy watching some guys load boxes on a ship. And he's, like, got binoculars, and he's maybe, like, 20 feet away from them. So he sees one of the guys leave, and then another guy shows up, and he's like, well, he just left. But it's I time. Think, but I think he's coming back. We're going to intercept him when he comes back. Yeah. And so he comes back, and then we get, like, the first, Instant. Like, they just walk up. And then the fight scene. And, like, yeah. right when he kicks the guy, we get a freeze frame, and it says, like, you know, whatever pictures presents. Presents a so-and-so film. And, ev- like, every time there's a kick or a punch, it's a freeze frame. Now, it's way- weird because this movie's called Mr. No Legs everywhere you look at it. But in the movie, they call it, like, Gun- Gunfighter. Gunfighter. Which is a whack title. I guess it still makes sense, though. I mean, there's guns, but... But, like, he does fight. He has, a, like, a... But what's the movie? It's Mr. No Legs. It's Mr. No Legs because he's the he's the star of the show. That's why you watch the film. That's the only reason. That's why I added it to the fucking list, baby. (laughs) And it's just this scene is literally just out of shape, middle aged dudes with mustaches doing like karate kicks. You know what? This movie's progressive in a lot of ways. Okay, especially in in the fact that you can be as out of shape and ugly as fuck. Because our hero, I'm not in the best shape, Alex. Okay. You I'm, can do this. I'm trying, but I could, I could technically be a leading man in this in the these kind of movies. Well, it, it, you could you could own this film. Yes, like 
these grandpas, these dads got well, nothing. It's progressive, right? Because we're like, it, these guys look like the most average Joe motherfuckers I've ever seen. Have you and ever they, been to like a just, dive bar? Yeah. Like if you've ever been in a dive bar and you've just looked at the kind of people that's that go the to kind dive of bars. That are in this movie. Imagine if someone went to that dive bar and put all of them in a movie. That's probably how they got everyone in this movie. Yeah. The only thing is like you'll have like like all the women are like conventionally attractive. Yes. But then the dudes are just they're just dudes. Yeah, it's like you have to have your women attractive, but the dudes it doesn't matter. You know what? They're just there to fight and like awkwardly aim, fight and aim guns at yeah. each other. But then my favorite thing is like after the fight, they're like book him, and then the guy's like, "This way, scum." Remember? Oh yeah, no break. Not this way, scum. It's this way, scum. Yeah, like he just wanted, he had to get that scene over with. I so don't know. Now we get introduced to the man. So, but, but in a way, so these they two guys are, are at a shipping yard. They're loading like the the drug cigars or so whatever. So it's like okay. So what? From my recollection, what's going on is they have the bags. And they're taking them to the warehouse where the guys are rolling the cigars because they're they're loading the bags to this truck of the like tobacco tobacco leaves the yeah. dried tobacco leaves to make the cigars. Yeah, I, I had to put that together because like I I didn't realize like where they were, but like it's it's going from what they're doing is they're doing the ship the drug ring goes from the sea, so they get the shipments from the sea the cocaine and the tobacco leaves and then they go make the cigars and then distribute the cigars. And then they take it to like another warehouse. Yeah. But yeah, it's like them loading it up and I guess the the two like guys working at this warehouse they're ripping them off. Yeah, cuz they're they're sampling the product and they're taking the product for themselves. So we get we see our dude. Well, so they load up the truck and they leave. Mhm. It's just the two guys like gloating, right? And, like one of them takes out a bag and he's like we we got them like and then, and then Mr. No like shows up and he's like, "What are you saying? Like, what are you like starting your own business?" And then, like, yeah, he like he like puts the brakes down on his wheelchair, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" And then he like, and then he like he like unlatches these two like these two side briefcases. They look like things. they look like fucking yeah, like they look like someone taped like briefcases to the side so, of his thing. I'll be completely honest; they kind of look like like you know like bazooka barrels almost, like like brick. Or briefcases. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping they like, he would shoot something out of there, but but it still it still delivers because he unhooks these things and he like unlatches them and it's two shotguns, two double barrel shotguns. And he blows. He just blasts them. He fucking blasts them, and like, and again, my thing before the movie started, I was like, if I get at least one scene of him blasting people with like a gun in the wheelchair i'll consider this a win and it boy within five minutes don't worry dude because this movie got you it got more because it, it's got way more than just one scene yeah. with him because they do del- because they we see them delivering the bags at the like other the next area it's intercut with the big like big cheese of the drug uh ring at a party at a party and, he's and it like, shows him like talking to like senators and shit well, he's like entertaining guests and all this stuff he's like you know he's got everyone in his pocket that's what this scene's supposed to yeah. establish and then we get a scene of them delivering the goods and whatever and, and we then... see this one the guy who was like helping like get the pickup shipment him going home yeah he goes home and he like and this this escalates it escalates really quickly. So the head, big cheese uh, meets with Mr. No Legs because 
um, I guess he's, know, like, he's, like, he's like, oh, come on, like, come here and like, just, you know, like, let's talk and stuff. And he's like, I had to kill so-and-so. And he's like, really? Like, okay, but no it's more. Of, it's kind of establishing that like Mr. Nolos has kind of become like a loose cannon, right? Like he, he just, just kills he just kills to. people. And he's just like, okay, you're fine, but no more killing. Yeah. Enjoy the party. Like you're kind of getting messy like chill and then we get the daddy the, chill the fucking delivery guys <laughs> comes home with flowers and like a a liquor bottle so he, he like, walks in the room with his girlfriend and she is immediately like i'm leaving no joke i got you some flowers baby i'm leaving you and he's like why and she like i found this she like and she shows it on the bed and it's a syringe and he's like i'm not using and the drugs and she's, and she's like, like that's even worse she's like what you're doing is worse and like he's like well, like, I, she's like, what about that girl from college who, like, OD'd? Was that your stuff? Well, and she's like, can you guarantee their safety? My favorite, though, is his excuse during the whole scene. Very timely. He's just like, I gotta pay my tuition. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you do what you gotta Listen, do, man. Tuition's expensive. Tuition's expensive. Even the fucking 70s, man. I went to college. I know how it goes. Like, and he's just like, I gotta pay my tuition. <laughs> So she's like trying to leave, and he's they're like fighting, and he like they struggle a little bit, and then he pushes her, and we just hear like 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 a crash. It's not even a crash. A crash is way too like loud. We hear like a bump, and then the camera pans over, and his fucking TV's like smashed to pieces, and she's just on the ground like dead. And I was like, oh. So he like freaks out, and he calls somebody. And Guess who they, shows up? They come over, Mister Deathman, and this greasy fuck. Mr. No Legs and the Shipman oh, guy. I said Mr. Deathman. I'm sorry. Careful. I'm getting mixed up. Mr. No Legs. You're getting the, your uh, meme movies. The fucking grease ball. Like, Who can't comb his fucking awful hair. His hair is always fucking unkempt. It's weird. It's ridiculous. And they're just like, okay, we'll deal with this. And then they, they inject well, her. We'll remember like their conversation because we got to get the... The fist tightening what, scene. What even prompted that? Well, because oh, because because her, her brother. He said, he said he was gonna call the cops, but her brother, the the no, because he asked them like, okay, does he have any relatives? Yeah. Does she have relatives? And he's like, yeah, her brother. Well, because remember, he said he was gonna call the cops, but the brother is a like is a is a detective. Yeah. And so Mister No Legs like clinches. We his get a close up of his fist, like it's the clinching. original Arthur meme. Yeah. Clinching his fist. And, and then, they inject her. The drugs. And they take her to an undisclosed location near the school so that it doesn't look like she was spending time yeah. with the dude. So they just dump her body and then... Which is funny because this this literally like goes like south immediately. Well, here's what happens. They mention something about like evidence or whatever. And Mr. No Legs is just like, I know how to get rid of evidence. And he shoots the kid. And he just shoots the boyfriend. And then they like put him in the trunk. Yeah, I love this because literally, like a, a few scenes later, they figure out exactly what happened to the the woman and the and the dude. <laughs> like it's like they they don't even waste any time. Like the investigation is over in a few scenes because it doesn't matter, right? It's like, true. It doesn't matter. So now we get um, oh my god! So they start they inform like they inform everybody the detective. That his sister has died. And all the reactions in this scene are totally legit. They're so laughable. They are not laughable at all. I felt so much emotion. 
Dude, they don't feel st- they don't feel any emotion. If how staged it is, it's just like she OD'd. No. Oh no. Not her. And then they'll like they'll do that thing where they like look to the side like all all dramatic. You know what it remind me of the stupid uh the commer- that uh contacts commercial where he's <laughs> where she's like, Look, your brand, my brand <laughs> <laughs> We had a movie. There was that movie, uh, Death Machines, mm-hmm. where after the guy, like, goes to the dojo that's, like, had the massacre in it, he does that thing where he's like, they killed all of them. And then he turns around and, like, oh, yeah, lightly... Puts, in, puts his hand against the wall and, like, rests his head <laughs> against his hand. Like, that's what it reminded me of, but it gets better. Because immediately, her brother goes to the weirdest fucking bar I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what this place is. It's like a performing arts bar... The fucking bartender's like wall but is like just like glitter everywhere. It looks like the fucking. It looks like it's a small world after all. And like yeah. bar form. Like it's fucking weird. There's like glitter and like fucking cardboard like words everywhere and shit. I'm the, just like, what the fuck is this? The bar area has like rainbow lights. There's a fucking band. You know what? Any other movie would have chosen a dingy, dark, depressing bar because he's sad, but not this movie. See, here's the thing, though. We do get that bar, but for other reasons. Well, for the bad guys, okay? Other things happen in that bar. This bar is too wholesome, apparently. So he listens to the sad song, and then a woman is like... And he's remembering, like... He literally remembers, like, looking at his dead sister. Her dead body. literally happened, like... <laughs> five minutes five ago. Five minutes. Not even five minutes ago. It was, like, two minutes. And a woman comes up and is like, hey, let's go home. And they go to her weird fucking house, she which... She has, like, a fucking mansion, but one of, like, her rooms... The looks, bedroom. Looks like a fucking tent, and it has, like, sheepskin fucking everywhere. The whole thing. You like, just... Sleep it's on just, the floor. It's just a fucking ocean of sheepskin. Yeah. I don't know. It's like it looks like a just one like a like a basement sized room that looks like one bed. That's what it looks like. That's literally what it is. And she's like, they're gonna, because I guess they know each other, and she's gonna sleep with them. But I swear, the whole scene, the dude just looks He's fucking like, bored out of his mind. And then she, they just fall asleep. They don't have sex yeah. or any or. I, are we led to believe that they had sex after that? I have no idea. Probably. So then, so now <laughs> fucked the, his pain away. <laughs> now the lieutenant, like the captain, is telling one of the other guys he's gonna put him on this case because the other guy needed to take some time off because his sister just died. Which doesn't matter because guess who ends up being on the case anyway? Like immediately is the yeah. fucking brother. Because they're so, like they start hanging out and. Well, no, he starts investigating and then eventually. Well, he goes to the apartment. Yeah. Well, he finds out from... No, he doesn't go to the apartment right away, because he finds out... Oh, he's picking up her, the girl's, like, stuff, and he finds, like, a note from the guy. So he goes to the apartment, he finds, like, all the blood and, like, the tussle they had, because they... Apparently, Mr. Nolegs and that greasy fuck didn't clean up goddamn anything. They just assumed that apparently no one would give a shit. No one would know, even though, like, someone would have had to enter Mm -hmm. that room eventually. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Because the guy finds the fucking dope and everything on the bed and, like, knows it's the drug running thing. It's a drug connection. So now he's with the brother, and they're doing a stakeout at a a bar called the Seven Seas. Well, the first they're doing a stakeout at a fucking pawn shop. It's like a pawn shop, and they're watching a pimp 
and like commenting on how he has to he has like no money and making weird like sassy comments we also get a scene of the fucking mr no like just hanging out at the big wigs like mansion yes and he just like you can tell that there's like tension the big boss wants Mr. Lowlegs taken out because he's getting too messy. And then, like... Because he killed the... Because he killed the guy. And, like, he's just getting... He's too... He's he's getting too much, like, high risk. Because he finds out that he killed, like, the whatever the fuck his and, name is. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, like, this is your last straw. Don't ever do this again. And then he just, like... Mr. Lowlegs, like, zooms out and talks to his henchman and is like, I'll get him. Well, and like, I'll and run this yeah, fucking thing. While, while the guy is like saying we need to kill Mr. No Legs. Yeah. He's getting out of control. He's getting too crazy. Yeah, he's getting too crazy. But then our guys, they're watching this bar. And he's like, yeah, I have my informant. Like, I'll meet my informant here later. So Mr. No Legs is there as well. And he's meeting his drug informant. It's like, a, it's like a fucking nautical themed dive. So there's, we just get a scene of a girl walking to the bar. She orders a drink. She shoves like a lady. And, and then they start and arguing. They, and they start arguing. And then they start fighting. And then the, then the, like the informant, the blonde, the blonde informant kills the girl that shoved her. I feel like you're underestimating the fact that in this scene, you also have a midget. You also have multiple just random dudes being knocked the fuck out for no reason. Oh, people are fighting for no reason. The bartender is like smashing bottles over people's heads. And, it's like, just insanity. And he then he throws like a, a pitcher at like a mirror at one point. That's for later. No that's during the bar fight. Oh, two. Oh, 2.0. That's right. And, but yeah, it's just random people getting knocked out. And then um, the informant lady kills the woman, just, just fucking stabs her with a broken bottle. And then she's walking away, and Mr. Nolegs stabs her. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they're still fighting. So the two detectives come in because they hear commotion. And then they start fighting, and we just get this huge fight scene. Of and just, this like... is where everything gets fucking... Well, because what happens is one of the guys runs in, and he starts fighting, and he just, again, just out of shape dudes kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah. And like any good fight scene, I'm using good in a very like weird definition here because this isn't like, this isn't what you would call a good choreographed fight scene, but I don't give a shit. It's entertaining because every object imaginable gets smashed. They even throw a guy through a window. People fly through windows. Objects get broken. Mm -hmm. There's blood. What was weird and disorienting about this scene though is like it's uh, obviously... It's not, like, the greatest quality, but, like, it's weird they didn't put any punch sounds. So, like, it was just, it was silent. It's just silent. But the, the weird thing, though, the only sound effects is the bottles smashing. Yes. Punches, apparently, in this film universe, make no noise. Well, during Mr. No Legs fight scene, he gets punch sounds. He gets okay? all the shit. He gets all the sounds, because he's important. But, yeah, they just fucking fight, and then everything's, like... He's just like, oh, my informant's dead. Eh. And they, they just, this is just a throwaway fight scene. They just needed a reason to have a fight in a bar. They needed a reason to beat the living fuck out of this bar. But so, don't worry. So now, be more. So now the grease ball wants to go get the body from the morgue before they identify, because he he knows the detectives are on to him. And he's like, well, it's fine. They don't have the body. And he's like, I don't know where it is. It's like, oh, it's at the morgue. We need to go get it. So they're like, okay, I'll get my guy, and then. Fucking Greaseball has 
an ambulance on hand. And he just picks up a guy. And gives him, like, an orderly's fucking, like, outfit. And I was like... I don't know how they got all this shit, but whatever. But he made it a big deal, like, oh, I have to get... I have to get this guy. Which is great because they give up almost immediately. But anyway, so they go to the fucking hospital. They go to the morgue, pretend to be orderlies, and the guy's like, you're not a family member. Fuck off. This guy looks like the most bored fucking guy. Like, He's like falling pull, asleep on camera. pull him off the street and they're like, hey, can you just do like a five minute scene? He's like, uh, sure. But I was He's like, I've go. only had like two hours of sleep. He's but like, okay. I'm going to go. I was going to go take a nap. Okay. Because his hair is all fucked up and everything. He looks like quintessential mad doctor. Yeah. So they trap him in the fucking, like... And guess who shows up? The detectives. The detectives show up, and they hear screaming, and then there's a quick tussle, and our bad guys... Just leave just with the ambulance. Just bazoonga out of there. <laughs> just leave with the ambulance, and, like, nothing happens. Like, and they then the detectives the find the body, everything's cool. So they know what happened with that. Like I said, it's like it happens really quick that they know everything about everything. And then the, the, the detective, who's the relative gets a phone call from someone and he's like you have to come here he's like you have to come to the bar he's like i thought the bar was closed he's like you the front door will be open and the guy's like he's being held with a knife to his neck by mr nullegs so you know he's gonna come there and be ambushed so he goes there mr nullegs tries to shoot him no avail oh no because i forgot because the grease ball is like hiding in the bathroom or whatever. Oh yeah, and he, looking he, like he's gonna shit himself. He, like walks up and then he jumps on the detective and tries to choke him out and then like Mr. No Legs shoots him. shoots Greaseball because he's trying to frame the detective for shooting Greaseball. Yeah, and so you Grease like the detective shoves him off, tries to shoot Mr. No Legs. He zooms out of there, and then we get a fucking the dude. With the fucking, like, Claymore just coming in and just destroying everything. And then he runs out to his car. And the dude's just, like, wailing on his fucking car. Claymore man is beating the shit out of his car. stabbing the top. He's fucking, like, hitting the canvas. He's, like, doing everything. And then then he he stabs it through the door. Yes, which is important. (laughs) Unlike the other movies, this is good foreshadowing. Good, yeah. And then... (laughs) Our guys just have a tussle on a bunch of cardboard boxes, and then he like they like, do a awkward middle aged man kung fu, and the detective like kind of shoves him, and like he falls like near the car, and he's like, Ugh! and then like the the like detective like gets ready to fight him again, and then and you then, see, and then realizes that the guy got, had the sword, he impaled himself, he impaled him, he he played himself, and then his buddy shows, congratulations, com- you, you played yourself. yourself. <laughs> other detective shows up and they have they give us a quick little fucking run through of so, the plot so and then they realize that there has to be a mole inside the in the pol- police department they, like, they always know where they're going to be right yeah so there has to be someone so they stage a thing where they're going to have they're going to like put out feelers and see who shows up they like i guess they pretend to be like mr no they don't pretend to be mr no legs but they know where he's going yeah. to meet these people so they're gonna go like hide and see who shows up. Well, they, they follow they who the mole is. Um, it's like their captain or whatever. Mm-hmm. They follow him from his house. In the meantime, though, in the meantime, we get the most get fucking badass scene. Big Wig is like, I want you to kill Mr. No Legs. Yep. So Mr. and then Mr. No Legs is like, I want you to kill Big Wig. <laughs> so Big Wig leaves his mansion, and then Mr. No Legs is just kind of chilling. 
just chilling, and then we get a scene of all the guys acting nonchalant, and then all of a sudden they start, like, walking up. Uh, one of the guys hits Mr. No Legs, like, guy that's, like, telling him something. Yeah. And then Mr. No Legs is ready for fucking action. He turns around and... He punches the... Punching, punches the guy. Another guy is about to shoot him with a gun. Mr. No Legs has a fucking ninja star. He jumps off his wheelchair, throws the ninja star into the Kills him. neck. And then another guy comes over, he fights him a little, and then we get slow motion. Well, I love how he fights him, because he, like, he's, like, he, he like, he, like, does the karate stance, mm. but, like, he has no legs, so he's just on the ground, he's, like, he's yeah! on the ground, and, like, so he's, like, punching his stomach, like, he's punching up, and, like, he's defending himself and stuff. It's, it's fucking it's awesome. It's fucking insanity. And he gets up on the chair. And, and we the, get slow-mo. And the guy, like, runs up to him, and, like, Mr. No Legs, like... Like, bounds off his chair and, like, hits him with his, like, abdomen. His, like, stump. And then he turns around and fucking, like, hits him with his ass. Ass rams this guy. And then he gets, he just hops off his wheelchair and then just beats the shit out of him from on the ground. And then these two other guys try to get him off him and, like, try and drown him. And, like, he just pulls the two guys in with him. And drowns them. like, punches one of them and then literally goes under with one of the guys and fucking drowns him and then surfaces up, (laughs) swims out, and just acts like nothing happened and gets back in his wheelchair. He's like, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. (laughs) We're gonna fucking finish this. We're gonna go finish this. I'm like, hell yes. Get it. This is fucking insane. I, I was fucking like, oh my god, this is fucking awesome. This is at, this fucking rips. Because then everyone just is at this, like, warehouse. So the cop, who's the fucking mole, and Mr. Big Book show up, and they're like, why'd you call me? And he's like, I didn't call you, why'd you call Mr. me? No legs called me. And then they're like, we've been set up. And he's like, like, it's probably the guy without the legs. And he's like, hi, I fucking finished him. But guess who shows up? Mr. Nolex, and he unclips his fucking shotguns, shoots one of them, the other one runs away. And then he, I swear to God, puts like six bullets into Mr. Nolex. And then he dies. And he dies like almost immediately. The cops are there too, so they start chasing him. Now this is the captain. The captain is one of the mole, is the mole. He's the mole. So he's the one that like is going to get away, well, suppose like trying to get away. So he gets in the detective's car. And we get a 12, 13 minute I'm not even, car chase. We're not even exaggerating here. It timed is it. 13 minutes of car chase insanity. Of cars crashing and over, flipping. Like, they go over like a bridge that's opening up. They do, they like crash into stuff. They, they crash through have, a mobile home. We have rollovers. They crash through fucking like wood boxes. Like the every, way. The way it ends is... <laughs> it's weird, but, like... So it's they, original. They, it's, like, all over the place. They're, like, crashing into stuff. All these police guys are chasing this guy, but he keeps getting away, and they, like, they keep crashing through things. It's, like, insanity. I love it. It's great. Now, at the end of it, there's an ice truck. With a bunch of ice just stacked on the, like, but side of the road. covered up by the truck, so the guy's driving, and he sees the truck moving away, so he's going to go that way. And he just rams through all this ice. And in a slow-mo scene, you see all this, like, ice shattering everywhere. And then he slams into a car. he slams into a car. It actually looks pretty cool. I'm not even going to lie. That actually, like, that slow-mo of him crashing into that ice did look actually legit. You know, we had a movie on here called Black Force. Yes. Where in the opening credits, they're like, special, they're like, slow motion has been used to capture special techniques yes and it was just like basic shit like people getting flipped over or whatever 
This is what you use slow-mo for. This is the good use of slow-mo because we had a guy hitting <laughs> hitting another guy with a, with his like leg stumps. Mm-hmm. And then we have a guy crashing through ice and it looks pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie cuz it's real. It's he's like there it's stu- it's the, actual all stunts. The, all the crashes in this are like completely 100% real. Like they're stunt drivers and everything. It just looks good. Like this whole ch- car chase, I was entertained the whole yeah. time. I love car chases. Like this, I fucking love it. It and wasn't confusing because they use a bright ass orange car as the like the getaway car, and then it, like you a bunch know of blue cars as the as the chase. You know what to look for. It's yes. not the fucking car chase from Good Day to Die Hard. Fuck that. Or it's just shaky cam and no like no idea who the fuck is driving what car. Where anybody is, it's just no. This is this is not that. So he crashes, and then the two detectives get there, and the de- the captain is dying. And he just gives up everything. He gives up his little black book. Of like Which apparently all- has all the fucking notes of... It's fucking tiny. Yeah, it's a little thing. And he's like, all the details are here. And then he dies. Yep. And then the detective's walking away, looking all solemn, freeze frame, end. Yeah. You know what? You didn't need a, any other ending than that, okay? Did we? Like, I, I don't... They got the conclusion. We look. The, we know who did it. Good we, guys win. Yeah. Bad guys lose. It's great. And I, I am disappointed that No Legs got, like, kind of, like, snubbed. Because I felt like he died way too quickly in that scene. Here's what's weird. We got a quick shot of his arm moving. I would love if they didn't Mr. No Legs too, and it's just, like, him getting revenge. Like... Dude, it's a bit late for that, unfortunately. I know because I was seventy. This is a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but like they can, you know, what they can do? They can grand morph, grand morph Tarkin him. I would love that. Like Rogue One. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know. It's unique. It's very like I would honestly say this is a very unique film because I've never seen anything quite like it. Yeah, and it's pretty progressive, and the fight scenes are very like. Hey, it's an actual paraplegic guy and they had him fight that's pretty fucking cool like, yeah like you don't honestly, see that like and they don't like they don't make it cheap or anything no. they don't make fun of him like he's very threatening in the movie i mean he's a terrible actor but at least he's but look he's a terrible this terrible acting in a sea of other terrible yeah. acting so it makes sense but like i mean i'm what i'm trying to say is like it's actually really cool how they did that because they yeah. they don't make fun of the dude no they actually make him pretty fucking cool. Yeah, like, like it's not. And that fight scene, like he, <laughs> it's totally believable that he can hold his own against a bunch of dudes that are trying to like fucking kill him. No, it's it's I, great. I thought it was fucking awesome. It's easy to recommend this one. It is, because it's like if you want unique a unique fight scene, and it's like a three minute fight scene. It's not a short fight yeah. scene. It's fucking cool, and Hell, the car chase is worth it. Hell, it's opinion. unique enough just because. Um, he literally has guns built into his fucking wheelchair. I've never seen that before. I I legitimately haven't, and I don't know. I liked it. I I dig it. I I'd recommend this movie. And I I'm, it's easy to recommend, and that's why this is great because we've watched such shitty movies lately <laughs> that I'm finally like, oh my god, a movie I can actually recommend people watch. Like, wow, we are finally back. Is it cheap? Yes. Is the acting terrible? Yes. But it's a unique martial arts film. Or fucking action film. Here's the thing, though. It's cheap in the way that I can... It adds to the charm. It's just entertaining. Because it's just a dude 
And made a how, movie. And I, again, I have to reiterate, for how cheap and schlubby the acting is and everything, they didn't make fun of the paraplegic guy. They fucking made him a fucking force to be reckoned with. And I think that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I think that's pretty fucking cool. They never once made fun of him in the no. movie. Ever. And, like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like, he, and he can hold his own. He fucking fought in an entire scene. And, again, it's an actual paraplegic man. Yeah. Like, legit. It's not, it's not an actor pretending. Right. It's actually him. Like, I've never seen that. And I think that's pretty fucking progressive, if yeah. you ask me. Because that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And I was pretty impressed. I was really impressed. Like, it kind of shocked me. I'm, <laughs> it, I'm sorry. I, I, I know I'm... The pra- whole movie was shocking. I know I'm praising it a lot, but, like, it's because, like, I love this kind of shit. This is, like, the... This is what we made the podcast for. Yeah. This is the kind of shit I live for. I love unique shit like this. This is the kind of shit I live for. That cheapo, like, homegrown shit that no one talks about, no one mentions, but it is out there and it exists... And it's here for us. Like, some people might call this, like, maybe they exploited that guy. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I could see this. You can call this an exploitation movie. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't give a shit. I really don't give a shit because it was, it it ripped. It It was was fucking fucking ripped. I don't know. In my opinion, I thought it was really fucking cool how they made, like, how they had a fight scene with him and he, he, like, was competent and fucking did the scene really well. Yeah, he held his own. Yeah, exactly. I think that's pretty fucking cool. You can call me a hater or, like, expletive if you want to, but, like... Dude, I don't give a shit. It's fucking cool. After after having to suffer through Uwe Boll's horse shit... Yes. This is fucking what I needed. It was fucking mint. I don't know what to rate this. I kind of know, but... So, shitty to pretty, I'm going to give it a pretty, actually, to be honest, I'm probably going to give it a pretty high rating. Like, yeah. not, like, super high. I am going like, to give it a higher rating. Um, I'm going to probably go with, I would honestly put this at an 8. Okay. Like, the acting is kind of, like, not there, but, like, I don't know. I just had so much fun watching this movie. I really did. Yeah. Well, so, an 8 is what I would think I would rate it. Hmm. I know it's a little high because of the acting, but I mean, I don't give, I don't give a shit. Look, shitty and pretty. It's 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 about entertainment value. You rate it higher. I give it an eight. I think an eight is good because it wasn't like ten good, but like no, it's no. I I don't think this quite. It's not as badass as Brawlbusters. Though I will say I do think this is more coherent. <laughs> yeah, but Brawl... I don't know. Like, Brawlbusters is, uh, like, it's very much looking like that might be our best of the best. For but this is definitely... Uh, like, we still have a, like, a few more to go, so I can't we say have that for a sure. a lot more. Don't you worry. So, like, I can't say that for sure, but Brawlbusters is looking like a good candidate right now. We got a lot more to go, but... But I would say this is probably second... Like... As far as what we've watched, this is definitely second, second yeah. in line. For entertainment value, yeah. Because here's the thing: like, I want to reiterate, this is not a good movie. It's not a good movie, but but like, goddamn it, it's just fun. Guess to watch. what? Sometimes you just gotta watch a movie for entertainment. It's just fun because I don't want to be bored. Just get a bunch of friends, grab a bunch of beers, have fun watching this movie. Enjoy it because like you'll laugh, 
and you'll fucking laugh at the bad acting, and then you'll... I don't know. You'll probably think that fucking fight scene is cool as fuck because I did. You've never seen anything like it. And then the car chase is fucking beautiful if you love. Yeah. If you love just cheap, schlocky, (laughs) stupid car chases, it's just entertaining. It made that 12 minutes go by real fast. Yeah. And that's how the movie ends. So it's like you've been waiting for that and then it comes to you and then the movie ends and it's great. It it pays off. Yeah. The whole movie pays off. You don't need much more than how it ended. There's no that you, you there's no romance or anything like oh, that. Oh thank just, fucking it just, god. It just there we go. There's just a hint. But it's cuz he gets with that girl but, but like But that's it. Like it's it, just, it doesn't make a big deal of it. No. So I don't know. That's Mr. No Legs and it's fucking great. You can watch it on YouTube. That's where we found it. I don't know if this has ever had anything close to an official release. I doubt it. But it is on YouTube. I really highly doubt that this has anything like this will never get a Blu-ray release. <laughs> Maybe home video, like if you find it on VHS or something. This might have gotten a home video release like back in way back the fucking day. Yes. But but uh, yeah, just go watch it on YouTube. It's free. You know? It's totally free. Um, I don't. I think you'll have a good time with it. I honestly. Do. Unfortunately, after this, we have to go back. We are going back to Zubal. Guess what, Alex? We get Uwe Boll goes political. We have two, two Rampage sequels. Uwe Boll. Because once upon a time, Uwe Boll made a movie that was okay. And then... <laughs> At best, come on. Yeah, like, it was Rampage okay. Rampage is, is okay. It's okay. Like... But even, I mean, even in the thin, thin fucking realm of mass shooter movies, there's been fucking better Oh, God, yeah. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. So... I would argue that, like, <clears throat> in Uwe Boll's... Sorry. <clears throat> in his repertoire... Repertoire. Um, I would say Rampage is probably his best movie. If you look up, like, by ratings, it's definitely his highest rated. But again, here's the thing. You know he's stupid. Because he makes well, this yeah. movie, and, like, people are like, yeah, it's fine. Well... And then he uh, just goes uh, power mad. Other people's It's Fine is his, like, it's a masterpiece, right? Yeah. So I have to make more. But it's going to take me a really long fucking time to make more for some so reason. So he makes two more, which is basically him doing his fucking manifesto well, it's him for on, the world. It's him on his fucking political soapbox. And here we go. And his fucking edgy and it's weirdo. Be so bad because if you thought fucking In the Name of the King 3 was bad. This is like him with even less money and even less like knowledge about what fucking people actually want in a movie. I just can't wait till we finally get to the third one. We can say goodbye to this fuckface. Dude, I'm so excited to end this fucking shit respect. Because he tried to fucking do a Kickstarter for Rampage Four. Thank fucking Christ. And people no didn't donate. Did. Well, I'm sure someone don't. Some fucking idiots donated. Um, and someone then probably did, but. And then he made a fucking angry video on his YouTube channel telling everybody to fuck off and suck his dick and you guys don't understand real movies. And it's like, dude, if, if, if what you make is real cinema, then boy, I, I will never watch movies again. Like I don't fucking care. Yeah. I don't know. But we're almost done. I'm so fucking glad we're almost done with him. We're almost done and we can continue on through... Watching normal fucking movies. Yes. Yes. 
Oh, but yeah, so that was Mr. Lo- no Legs. Um, God, these short reviews, man. I, like, I don't know. Like, this is, we're, we're not getting close to an hour, but I did like this one, so I'm really excited about it. Here's that. the thing. That's the good thing about this movie. It's a simple... It is a simple premise, but not like the other ones where it's like simple and boring. Yeah. It's simple, gets the point across, and then just is fucking rips. The yeah, there's nothing the in there that's like just jaw-droppingly bad that you have to go in depth. It's just, no, just fucking... Just have fun for an just hour. Just watch and tw- it. Just have fun for an hour and 25 yeah. minutes. It's short, like, easy. It's fucking easy. Yes. You don't have to... Don't watch any of the fucking movie bull movies that we talk about. Just watch... Watch this. Watch Go this. to YouTube, search Mr. No Legs. It's going to be weird. You're going to get some weird algorithm bullshit with it. But anyway, <laughs> go watch this movie. Um, and then while you're on YouTube, you can go to the uh, They Mostly Come Out at Night podcast page. And, and you subscribe. hit that subscribe button, baby. You can press the bell because this episode will be up on there soon, too. It will be up on so, there very shortly. So, yeah. Or wherever <laughs> podcasts are found. <laughs> wherever you prefer to get your podcasts. Exactly. Which we may... We may soon be on Spotify. Mm. I, I think we're on everything else, aren't we? We are on everything else. I mean, if there's something out there that I'm unaware of, feel free to mention it. But I don't have, as far as I've seen, I've given, I've spammed every fucking service possible. Our RSS feed is all over. I fucking gave it to everybody. Even fucking, fucking iHeartRadio. S- spread our seed. I spread the seed iHeartRadio fucking has fucking it. dingy, little, vulgar fucking podcast is everywhere. My favorite thing is I'll sometimes look it up and find, like, random websites I've never heard of that have our podcast on it. And then I'll have, like, a few, like, followers on there. And I'm like, wow, you someone found us on this thing. I don't even yeah. know what it is. The, the seeds spread. It's true. <laughs> It'll continue It'll once continue. I get fucking Spotify. <laughs> Oh, but uh, yeah, Uh, thanks for listening as always, and uh, this has been Will. This has been Alex. And we'll talk to you all later. Peace. Peace out. Bye.